Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey everybody, welcome to 2023. I'm sure we are the first people to ever have said that to you, considering it's now January 12th. But Happy New Year, everybody. I appreciate you joining us for today. We are going to go through the best of the year in review, 2022 year in review. And uh, this is one of my favorite shows that Jeremy makes me, bullies me into doing, in fact. And uh, I appreciate him all the less for it sometimes. But I do enjoy the show. I like the show. The lead up to it is like, oh my God, dude, just put a sack of rocks on my waist and make me walk through the desert. And then we get here and I'm having a great time already. But don't you think this is easier than coming up with a topic out of the blue <laughs> and then having to write about it and research it? Oh, my gosh. One hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Right. It is. You're right. And, um, you know, uh, let's just do the weekend review. And every show this is going to be, uh, I mean, basically the weekend review. <laughs> we'll do the same topics. We'll do it 25 times a year. It'd be fun. It'd be, it'd be fine. <laughs> it'd Biggest be fine. winner of this week. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, the listener. For every hearing, time, every single time, they love it. They eat it up. <laughs> That's right. Now it's going to be good, man. We got, uh, you know, we've done this. I think since two thousand, was it seventeen? I think Jared, maybe eighteen was the first one. God, was it probably it's probably eighteen. Yeah, we've done it for a while, and uh, I'm excited about it. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a good time. I never would have thought I'd still be doing it five years later. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> So, but here we are. But, yeah, but here it would we be. Are. You know what we should do is What's do that? the review of the years in review and go back and talk about what was yours in 2018. Oh, oh that man. would be actually if I could find you know? them. No, and like what were we like? <laughs> I got it would all. bring up. It would bring it's me too, and it would bring up what that news was that year that we were all you know what was so pressing in our lives. Absolutely, what was so pressing? What we were <laughs> complaining about then. <laughs> All right. Which reading through some of mine, because I, I read through mine at least from last year, if not from the year before, just to make sure I'm not repeating things, because I tend to do that. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I basically would just shuffle ideas from one segment to the next for the next year. And it's like, there's a theme, there's a thread. And I bet you can't figure out what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Stitch? <laughs> it's right. Stitch, right? Yes, it's Stitch. That's absolutely right. Great. Before we get to the show, everybody. I do want to say if you're going to go be going to the parks at all or on basically on any vacation, but mainly for the parks, go to concierge.com. 
first and let them help you plan your vacation. Because let's face it, you don't want to plan your vacation. You want to go on your vacation. And while you're there, if something goes wrong. If you want to do something extra, like do some Disney dining or you know change your reservation or learn how to do something, you have nobody in your corner if you just go through the parks to pay, you know, to pay for your tickets or everything. It's like wait in City Hall line or approach a kiosk and talk to some weird person in a plaid you know, vest, which is like, who wears plaid anymore? You know what I mean? <laughs> but concierge will do all that for you. All their folks will help you navigate your vacation in the best way possible, which you don't really think that you might need until you know that the service is there. So check them out. Go to concierge.com and learn about all the services they have. It's no extra charge. They charge you just what the hotel is going to charge you or the Disney parks are going to charge you. Uh, but if you buy your hotels through concierge, they will also be looking for ways to save you money on the hotel. So if there's a lower price they can get, they'll book it and they'll refund you that money. So it's good. No, who, who else does that? You think Disney's going to do that? When's the last time Disney ever gave you your money back without asking? Never. I think that's true. Yeah. I think I that's know. true as well. Yeah. And they gave me side eye the last time I asked for money back. Who? Concierge? Oh, no. How dare oh, no, they? What sorry. were their names? What was those? Who was it? Was it Jimmy? It was Jimmy, wasn't it? No guest services that, at Epcot. Really? What were you demanding? So this you were being year, the, the Karen. Two years in a row, my mom has had to cancel her trip mm-hmm. down here. First last year, it was to, to visit me for Christmas. Last year, it was COVID, and this year, there was a massive snowstorm that pretty, that pretty much covered the entire country in <laughs> snow. Yeah, right. And so she wasn't able to come down. And two perfectly legitimate excuses, but I had I went up and I said, "Hey, I've got a park ticket." It's for this Christmas Eve. Could you just give me the money on a like a Disney gift card, whatever? Like I wasn't even asking for it to be fully refunded. I was just getting a gift card. And he's like, let me see. And he tap, 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 tap. And he goes, hmm. <laughs> Seems this happened last year too. Like oh. I'm trying got some like I'm running some scheme. <laughs> yeah, like, for yeah, once a year. It did. I get a ticket refunded during huge national emergencies. And you're also yeah. not taking back any extra money. You're just asking for your own money back in Disney dollars. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Believer in climate change, are you? I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, first of all, I couldn't believe that they had some sort of note. And second, that he would make me feel, you know, this is, this is emblematic of Disney today, though. You are wrong. You are lucky we're letting you in here. This is how the guest services treats people. How about a little sympathy? My mom's had to cancel her trip. I don't get to spend Christmas with my family two years in a row. How about a little sympathy? No. Instead, I get side-eyed looking like I'm trying to screw them over on $160. (laughs) But that's Disney today. That's guest services. These are the people who are trained to be nice to you. (laughs) This isn't the idiot, you know, running the ride. (laughs) I like your your cast member member voice, by the way. (laughs) What did I... Mm, Well, that... I don't oh, let me look it up for you. <laughs> let me see. <laughs> Started to sound like a rip torn. Or, I don't know. Just let I me wish. look it up for you. Ah, yeah. Throwing confetti everywhere. <laughs> rip Taylor. Rip torn. I thought it was Taylor. No, it's torn. Rip Taylor's a different rip. Yeah. But he also has confetti. Oh. Rip, rip Taylor loves a, confetti. Right? He's Does also rip dead. Taylor have confetti? So, see, there you go. Or maybe he's more glitter. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> But anyway, I'm sorry that happened to you, Jeremy, and uh, but that's yeah. also very funny. Ooh, yeah, let well. me look that up for you. Welcome, yeah. Taryn. Hello, everyone. There you go. Terrence is in the chat, everybody. Terrence, if you want to uh, join us on the show, you don't have to. Let me know. I'll email the link. 
Um, okay, what else are we going to do here real fast? Oh, I wanted to point out, I finally got, I'm not going to play the commercial, but I finally got my hands on some Brew Free or Die Cold IPA from 21st Amendment. Oh, I'm mean, sorry, it's Brew Free or Die Cold IPA, right, Taryn? Yeah. That's yes. the name of it. <laughs> Brew Free or Die Cold. Yeah, Brew Free or Die Cold <laughs> IPA. So today's show is brought to you entirely, the entirety of the show is brought to you by me drinking Brew Free or Die Cold IPA. And uh, it's delicious. Yeah, the entire like apart a hoppy from the portion water. that's brought to you by concierge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Me, me entirely drinking through the whole. It's the only thing I'm going to drink through the whole show. Me. I'm excited about it. Um, Bev, welcome back. I feel like, honestly, I haven't seen you in like four months. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, man. Have you been? You went to the parks or were you just like tooling around doing whatever you do? Have I gone to the park since I saw you last? I don't think so. Mm. Did you say tooling uh, around? Yeah, you know, just spinning around, man. Having fun, having a good time, having a grand old time. I was having a grand old time. She's been busy. All right. All right. Well, that's cool, man. That's uh, not as interesting yeah. as I hoped it was going to be. <laughs> good so. Got a new job. Yeah, I Got a new job. That, Got a new kid. Yeah. Life's been busy. Okay. New kid. Hey, there you go, Sam. <laughs> A.K.A. tooling around. A.K.A. tooling around. <laughs> been tooling around, man. You know, tooling. That's gonna be a new shirt. Tooling around the parks. That's a new. You segment. tooling, bro? Tooling. Yo, I got the toolie. <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, to, speaking of tools. Oh. We have a new show. <laughs> we have a new show on the network called Puny Pod, and it is run by our very good dear friend R.G.H. Oh my word. Yeah, the tool thing is a, is a joke, by the way. And uh, and David, who's um, I think he does some stuff with Supreme Resort. I don't know if he's been on the show. I think he's been on the show a couple times. Uh, but uh, RGH and David have a puny pod podcast, and it's all about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So they're going to be watching the movies in order, and then be talking about them, sort of breaking down the plot and uh, what the movie's about, and then also some behind the scenes stuff. You know, some uh, you know odds and ends about maybe. Uh, lore that wasn't put into the to the movie. They're also going to be addressing how the movies differed from the comic books because a lot of the character arcs and a lot of character background stories were changed for the movies to make them a little more cinematic. So they're going to be covering all that. So if you want deep dives into the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, Puny Pod is for you. There are three episodes out now. There's a trailer and like an intro, and then episode like one is out, and it's like an hour and a half. I mean, these guys don't they don't fool around. Oh, yeah. So check them out wherever your uh, your podcasts are. Your greater podcasts are found. Puny Pod. I like the idea of that. It sounds like it's really cool. Also, why Puny? What does that mean? Because I assumed when you said Puny that that meant it was like a 15-minute show or something. But So what's Puny? Is yeah. that something to do with Marvel? <laughs> yeah. So Puny is like a, th- it's like a callback to um, uh, The Incredible Hulk. Because he would go like Puny Human, you know, the Hulk thing. Uh-huh. So the logo is a Hulk hand holding like a microphone. Well, and it's specifically to the Avengers yeah. where he beats up Loki and walks away saying Puny God. Um, so, mm. yeah. And See, there you Ryan go. said in the chat here, he's not sure he, if he likes that segue. And I've just got to tell you, Ryan, <laughs> um, that's kind of all you, you can expect around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of all you're going to get. Yeah, dog. it's not going to get better. I'm, just deal with it. Yeah, I'm not well known for promoting shows. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Puny Pod, check it out. All right, let's get into it, man. I'm, I'm very excited for the year in review. I was supposed to have music. I don't have music. Yeah, didn't we have music last year? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Why you got to bring it up, Taryn? You brought it up. You this is a big up. event. It's supposed to have music. I know. <sighs> 
Join us as we <laughs> unravel the magic behind some of Disney's Perfect. most beloved pieces of music. The it's Year in Review! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys thought I'd, I wouldn't take this seriously, but this is the most serious I've ever been in my entire life. You nailed it. It's true. Thanks. I appreciate that. The Year in Review, everybody. 2022, man, it... The older you get, the like longer the summer is, and then the shorter the winter is. I swear to God, you know, by like October, I'm going, oh man, this year is never going to end, and I feel like that was yesterday. You get <laughs> yeah. that feeling? Yeah, I do. I do. I you, do. That, that that the year is never going to end. Yeah, huh. it's just like wow, it's taking forever. These days are just dragging by, and then and then basically, once my birthday hits, it's just all a, a speed, you know, jump ski thing Jeez. ski analogy it's all a skiing analogy uh until christmas crazy yeah something like that i think it's good jeremy how did your new year's show go <laughs> speaking of spectro magic i don't know i don't remember it, <laughs> it was delightful I, this, kid, um... this kid was on uh instagram live man just being Jeremy, and it was a delight. We rang in the new year with Jeremy. Did I one hundred percent video screen grab you <laughs> making a martini? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, it was. I was making drinks with Jeremy. But my favorite part was when it was um, after midnight our time. It was like. 1203 and you were like done <laughs> Was I? Didn't, didn't say goodbye didn't yeah, do anything just, just you just bounced just peaced yeah, out right. <laughs> and i think it was like mid-sentence too i definitely <laughs> took some screenshots and uh, a couple photos and i put them in the discord and it's very it's much <laughs> it's very much jeremy see i didn't share it with anybody oh yeah no i put it in Discord. other than terrence yeah yeah <sighs> Well, you know what? I said I'd do it, so I did it. And I look forward job. to it every year. See, every year. What you have to do is share it. to You You feed it back to him the next day, so no, just so he knows. I don't no. want I don't want you to know. Oh, I, I wake up, you feel horrible. I'm like, I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, I barely remember that I did it. I was like, what? I'm like, what yeah. is this? And he's sending me screenshots of my Mm-mm. face. Like, <laughs> I was like, can you stop sending so this? I was so happy not remembering this. And, then I, I was, and I told him, I was like, well, I hope you enjoyed it because I'm never doing it again. Yeah, I've heard Over. that before. I right. remember you. I remember staying up late on your couch, Jason, and we mm-hmm. were singing and you were recording and posting things. You, Jeremy, were posting things to Instagram. And I got up the next morning and you're like, yeah, I deleted all of that. I was like, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> You know what I found? You're talking about the anniversary show or whatever? Um, no, it was a different time. Christmas? Christmas. Because uh, I found a recording of uh, Sam playing the guitar on my phone. Oh, in your kitchen? Fun. Yeah. He had the wig on and everything. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Anyway, brother, here's Wonder Wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I like your impersonation of Sam singing almost as much as I like Sam singing. <laughs> I appreciate that. You all right, Bev? I died a little, but I'm fine. No, okay. Oh, my car died. Whoa. She got. Darn. Yeah. She had a good life. Did she, though? Yeah, 350,000 miles. Wow. Ooh, that's pretty good, man. 
That's insane. She had, a, she had a good life. Did she die resting home peacefully, or was this like in the middle of the road? Somewhere? Um, she died at home, but she was driven home. And when I got home, and I turned the car off, and I called Sam from the car, and I was like, "My car is smoking." <laughs> oh no. And then he got in the car very, very saltily and said, how long have you been driving it when it's been overheating? And I was like, first of all, blaming you. Okay. Rude. 50,000 miles. First of all, rude. Second of all, I told you yesterday that I noticed that the temperature gauge was doing something weird. I didn't happen to notice that it was completely (laughs) overheating on my way home today. It's doing something weird. Well, what's it doing? Moving. (laughs) But apparently, like, apparently to fix it, it's like. $2,000, $2,000. It's not worth $2,000. So yeah. We're just going to get a car, I guess. God bless. All right, let's get into it. Well, that's the biggest loser of 2020. I know. Damn it. Yeah, already. Bev's pocketbook. Bev's Acura died. Yeah. But the biggest winner, also ironically, is Bev's Acura. Because it lived real long. Real, he would rather real die long. than be driven Sorry by you to see again. you go. <laughs> Sorry to see you go. <laughs> also, most boring. This segment about Ben's car. You're welcome. Eric, I'm going to ask you as the new guy. Why don't you start off? Mm. Biggest Mm. Disney winner. Sorry. Yeah, Bev, you have a mute. I have to mute it. I know. Use it. Actually, I haven't been here in so long. I forgot. And I'm just actually now just going to cough directly. I have all this new stuff that you sent me. So I'm just going to cough directly into it to see how good it sounds. Oh, yeah. 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 It's going to be great. (laughs) I'm kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, great. Biggest Disney winner. I'm going with Uber and Lyft. Whoa. After the closure of the oh. uh, of the Disney's Magical Express service, people coming to the Orlando area now have to take Uber and Lyft away from the airport. They can also use bus lines like Mears or the Sunshine Flyer, which is a bus line that is decorated like a train. And the driver is in a conductor's costume, so that's fun. <laughs> it is um, fun. But uh, I I think Uber and Lyft seem to be pretty popular unless you want to get the experience of waiting in a line like uh, you did for Disney's Magical Express. Um, None of that luggage service you used to get. uh, We might talk about that later. Uh, (laughs) But you you will save some money if you do that scheduled bus line. So if you want to save some money, you can go that route. But I, I just see a lot of people talking about. How much it takes, how much it costs to take an Uber, Uber and Lyft out, um, Lyft being kind of preferred because it's preferred at Walt Disney World in general. But uh, yeah, I think good for them. Great. They're getting some extra cash. Yeah, good for them. They need yeah. it, to be honest with right. you. Right. Yeah. Come on. All that bad press. Thank goodness. Really? Right. There we go. Yeah, for sure. Biggest winner. All right. That sounds great. Taryn. You haven't said a whole lot. Uh, biggest go. Disney winner is, for me, is Josh Tomorrow. Because looking svelte in his slightly too tight jeans and designer button up, Damaro has emerged totally unscathed from the Chapek fallout, even though I think many of his initiatives that Chapek stood behind, especially the park issues that get fans riled up, were likely Damaro's initiatives, not Chapek at all. But our silver fox sits there in his skinny jeans, smiling from his Sleeping Beauty tower. <laughs> as he seems unfazed by the Chapek shakeup and continues to reign as both king of the parks and Disney's biggest winner. Very good, Taryn. Oh. <laughs> I hate that it's, that he's the biggest winner, but <laughs> I understand where she's I mean, coming does, from with his quad. He does come out of this whole thing. Oh, he's not going to... I just, I, he's just always so smiley, and I'm like, 
now it just looks like a smug smile. Yeah. But and now it just handsome. seems smug. Like, <laughs> well, he's it. not going to come out of this smelling great because I'm about to put a lot of stink on him. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly, why don't you go? I, I had to go with the obvious choice. Bob Iger's the biggest Disney winner. That dude's mm. coming. Mm-hmm. Like, he left. The person he chose, quote unquote, failed. <laughs> so he's taking back his old job, but probably still collecting his retirement along with a salary. Homie is doing great. <laughs> yeah, and he's just he's coming out smelling like roses, like they just lowered like they're, they're quote unquote, again, lowering prices or making things more like mm-hmm. he's just. It's like if I put Alice in charge of the show and then a month later I was like, you suck, I'm taking I'm taking it back. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like whose fault is it? Uh for me, the biggest Disney winner is Christine the Usurper McCarthy. Oh god. Oh. CFO. This woman unhinged the Disney company from the inside, forever branding Chapek as a one term president, for lack of a better phrase. She had been held up as the hero 2022 needed when the reality is her services were never asked for. As a result, there are speculations that she's next in line for Iger's job when, I mean, if he leaves in two years. <laughs> she's the only one who comes out of this Iger's return mess unscathed. Iger looks a fool, Chapek looks inept, and the rest of the board look like a bunch of inexperienced milk toasts. That's my biggest Disney winner. I mean, she because she did this whole thing. She's like the savior now, suddenly, of the, of the whole company. Everything's mm-hmm. so great now because Christine mm-hmm. McCarthy was the whistleblower that we needed. When in reality, she can just go hang out with Edward Snowden and get out of here somewhere. <laughs> well, there are rumors that she was presenting different financials to JPEG that she was to the board. There seems to be a lot of uh, Ooh, well, there's a lot of God, intrigue true. happening. Oh, I hope that's true. There is a lot of intrigue, and I, you know, that's that's a rumor, but that's what's being talked about right now. And uh, can you imagine if that was the case? If that somehow came out, because there's got to be a paper trail for this, right? If that came out where where Chapek's like this, this these numbers were not what was presented to me. Hmm. Oh my god! Right, that'd be wild. Oh, I hope that happens. But then, oh. equally, one of the things that she used to say that he wasn't doing things properly was um, remember the reporting of certain things. We talked about it on in depth. Saying that, yeah, you know, shifting costs to other areas of the company to say they weren't from Disney Plus, so that it didn't look like it was hemorrhaging money as bad, which is insane right. because it was hemorrhaging yeah. money horribly. So the fact that they they that is the fixed number is ridiculous. <laughs> like the fact that like, <laughs> it, it was actually worse in reality. So I don't yeah. know what was going on, but boy, there's a lot of intrigue going on there. Boy, howdy! Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait for this year. I really hope one of these people writes a friggin' book. Someone, there's got to be a book coming out this year about this whole thing. There's well, got to be. I think there's a lot of NDAs out there yeah. that are going to prevent sure. that from oh, happening. Maybe, maybe there's point. a couple books that are going to come out in five years. That was also <laughs> my, like, <laughs> I thought one of my predictions was going to be, was Chip X going to write a book? I'm like, no, he's NDA'd up no matter what. But, I, you know, it's going to be like the late night wars between uh, Letterman and Leno when that whole series came out. Like, it's going to be like that. Mm. It sounds like it. That'd be great. All right, biggest Disney loser. Do I get to say my winner? Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, my biggest Disney winner for 2022 is Disneyland Paris Resort. 
It was their 30th anniversary this year, and it was much more well-received than the 50th anniversary that Walt Disney World received uh, put on this year, which we'll be talking about later. Um, they had a drone show over their castle. It was launched with a light show on the Eiffel Tower in Paris. The Disneyland Hotel, their signature hotel that straddles the entrance, is getting a major refurb. The Disney Village is seeing massive investment and a facelift. And there is huge investment into their Avengers campus, a frozen land coming. They've put a lot of money into the Walt Disney Studios there. I think this was the year of Disneyland Paris. This, they are the biggest Disney winner for me for 2022. Do I get to say my winner? Nice. <laughs> what are you, a cast member now? <laughs> guest services hmm we'll just look at your winner then <laughs> uh, seems you um, skipped me last year too mm. yeah, oh, well. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have all uh, right loser man. let's go biggest <laughs> disney loser first of all i'm not a loser he <laughs> uh eric let's go you all right just, you're, you're just you top of the order let's go okay every time okay we're not gonna mix it up or anything okay no I you can't steal any of your depends, answers. It depends on how many host. brew for your die cold IPAs I can get my hands on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sully sends them out. Uh, Disney Pixar and Disney films in general are the biggest Disney loser in 2022. In general, they suffered from a lack of marketing. The Turning Red wasn't even released in theaters. It barely got any noise despite being very well received. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Only 20.1 million in limited theater releases otherwise it's just hanging out on disney plus and unless you're looking for it the algorithm algorithm hasn't shown it to me in a while uh lightyear made 226 million worldwide in theatrical box office uh returns middling reviews um decent streaming but as far as most streaming goes we know it's only there for one week and then it's gone strange world similar situation pretty well reviewed from what i've seen uh, worldwide theatrical re- release only brought in 72 million estimated to lo- to have lost 100 to 150 million dollars on that film wow it came and went with nary a peep i'm sorry but what film are you talking about <laughs> that's I'm the sorry, i know i'm interrupting you but i'm gonna keep doing it yes what? huh strange world yeah um, it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> is the voice of the main character, and it's about, uh, well, a, a, a world that's strange. Yep. Oh, yes. We talked about yeah. that on In-Depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, like, nobody cares about it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Disney Movie Club just suggested I buy the DVD, and <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to buy it. There huh? we go. Yeah, well, <laughs> start right. 2023 off with a bang. That's right. Going back <laughs> like it's 2005. Yeah. <laughs> the DVD. Can, can you send me that cassette? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need Laserdisc, please. Um, Who's next? Who wants to go next? Bev, go next. Biggest Disney loser. Let's go. I think the biggest Disney loser is the Disney California Adventure Avengers Campus. <sighs> oh, yes, Bev. <laughs> it is the most afterthought of every afterthought ever. Like, it is just... They took something that had rides and functioned and yeah, it was dated, but at least it served a purpose and they replaced it with a building and a ride. Whoa, Beverly. Sorry about the S word. Beverly. But I said what I said. (laughs) Maybe I'm the biggest loser for having gone to Avengers Campus. Sponsor out. That is my answer. 
You know what? I agree with Bev. You can't dangle a mannequin between two buildings and call that an attraction. That's not. <laughs> Thank you. Talking about tomorrow or are you talking about yeah. Spider-Man? The most entertaining thing I've seen with that Spider-Man was when it malfunctioned and crashed into the wall. It's funny right. because like, Man. well, now the most it's so much like that, that Spider-Man thing, the robot represents so much technology, so much R&D, so many man hours. In research and design, all that kind of stuff. And it is just you're throwing a couple million dollars to the air. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is sort of like it's cool. And then you see it again. You're like, well, it really just sort of does that, huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you might trick. as well just have like projected it on the on the side of the building. Saved a bunch of money. <laughs> it, is, it is odd. Yeah. It's cool. Odd. Okay, sorry. I thought everyone had something else to say. That's that it. was a good pause. <clears throat> um, who's next? Uh, Jerry, why don't you go next? It. Because I'm gonna, I don't want to forget about you. Thank you. You're welcome. The biggest Disney loser of 2022 is the Reedy Creek Improvement District in Florida. This is uh, Disney World's self-governing zone. They've been running things themselves after a public row between then Disney CEO Bob Chapek who is gone, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Disney's special autonomous and self-governing improvement district, along with five others similar in the state, were brought into the limelight of government scrutiny, causing a bill to be passed that stripped the Reedy Creek Improvement District and the others of their special status, subjecting them to a host of statewide laws, regulations, and fees they had heretofore avoided. Uh, a notice posted this Friday by the legislature and Osceola County's website outlined potential changes that might keep the framework of the special district, but makes a series of changes, such as the state dictating who runs the district. Also, the changes will be would make clear that the district's debt cannot be transferred to nearby local governments while wait, raising the possibility of a new name wow. for Reedy Creek. So Reedy Creek, biggest loser of 2022. It's gone. Jiminy baby. Christmas. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Taryn. Um, well, not to state the obvious, but I don't think you can put anybody in this category except Bobby Chapek. 100%. Boo. He lost his job on a Sunday <laughs> in front of the entire world. And was replaced by his former and retired boss. Like, I mean, huge L. Big time L. Yeah, he's taking L's for sure. Uh, That's it, right? Yep. Okay, my biggest Disney loser is the Disney Park fan. Mm -hmm. You got price increases. You got IP moving in to take over pure and unique places, which we'll get to a little bit later. Infighting amongst the highest levels of management. It all translates to a bad experience for us, the fans. Some of it doesn't translate directly to the parks, but it is more of the vibe we have for the company and how that vibe is slowly eroding. I don't like it. it, it it's it, it's just it's amateurish on a, on a larger level than I think we even know about. So I, I think I think it's the it's the Disney Park fans and the brand fans, you know, encompass some of that, too. I think I think we're all a little bit a little bit worse off, I think, because of all this weird stuff that Iger's put us through. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Bev still hasn't found her mute button. She can't hear you. <laughs> she can't she she just, hear it. You just she's a like, friggin' walking sound. <laughs> she's clickety, 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 is she tearing God. Velcro? <laughs> and you know what? She's always been this way. She's never not done this. Like in the other studio, she just like, your mic is on, Bev. Your mic is off, Bev. No one can hear you. We can hear everything. She can't do it. Sam, pass me the Velcro. 
<laughs> right next to the mic. Thank you. Yeah. It's a fidget spinner, but well, you, in reverse. You guys, she's only been doing this for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Give, yeah. Her, let's give, give her, her a some break. Time. Here's, let's give her a chance. I'd say sorry, but. <laughs> no, but you're not. No, yeah. It implies <laughs> I'm going to try to change. Yeah. Um, did we forget anybody before I move on? Nope. That was everyone. Okay. We're going to do one more. We're going to take a break so I can get another brew for your die cold. <laughs> uh, okay. This category, the most boring. What is the most boring thing about 2022? Are you raising your hand, Taryn? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. <laughs> okay. This is great for radio. Uh, Taryn, why don't you start first? Give Eric a break. All right. All right. Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. Now, it's oh. not that I've experienced it, but if it was anything but boring, we would hear something. Anything. But there is no news. There is nothing. No one is talking about it because no one cares. It is boring. Case in point, when I Googled Star Wars Hotel to figure out its real name, Google suggested, is Star Wars Hotel still open? Because that's what people are asking. Big time yikes. Yeah. It's obviously boring. That's interesting, Taryn. I want to do that now. I'm I'm (laughs) going to look it up now. Let's see. Star Wars Hotel. Is it still priced so highly? People ask, is Star Wars Hotel open? Where is the Star Wars theme hotel? How much is it? How do you book a room in Star Wars Hotel? No one talks about it. There's nothing. No one talks about it. No one posts. You see people post stuff all day long. No one's posting. everything. No one posts because no one's going there, I don't think. I must be on a different Reddit page than all of you. (laughs) Oh, really? I guess so. I don't see anything. I've looked up stories of the hotel on Reddit before. And uh, yeah, I'm still kind of kind of into that. So I see it all the time. That's good. But yeah, I don't see any news articles about it at all. No, no, definitely not. Uh, Ever since they said... Hey, DVC folks, do you want to use all of your points for this year, next year, and last year, and also three years from now? You can go to the hotel. (laughs) Now. And they said. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, Eric, go ahead, please. Most boring. Most boring. D23. Hey, remember all that cool stuff we promised for Epcot the last time we did D23? What was the thing that excited you the most? I bet it was a statue of Walt. You're getting the statue of Walt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, D23 was sort of like weird, man. That's it. Yeah. Don't forget the cool video games panel. That was always a blast. Yeah, it was sort of weird. I didn't like it. It was boring. Everything, all the announcements were kind of like, yeah, we we know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and also, this was going to be my, this was my backup enough already which is coming up later and ended up not having to use it my my backup enough already was going to be statues these are theme parks Mm. you've got to stop throwing statues in my face the entire 50th anniversary was a bunch of statues yeah and then what is this this, gorky park like stop it i like i'm not here to look at the terracotta soldiers in china i want i don't want this and then they have this and eric's exactly right this whole epcot refurb they took away a fountain synced to music and lights and put in a statue. <laughs> These people are out of their minds. And that's what they think we're supposed to No, 100% enough already with the statues. Eric's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, Bev. Uh, what are we doing? Most boring? Yes. So yeah, I, have I don't actually... know why Jeremy went to enough already, but that's fine. That's okay. I have two. What do you have to do? One is oh. Downtown Disney. 
Okay. Downtown Disney is hella boring. Really? Yeah. Like, it's... What is downtown Disney? What is interesting about downtown Disney? They're making Ralph Brennan's hot garbage. That's true, yeah. (laughs) What else is good about it? Overpriced van store? (laughs) There's a van store now? (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe it's the Quicksilver store. Oh, there you go. It's yeah. Okay. Um, But that's not my real one. My real one was the... List of what are they called? The list of Disney legends for 2022. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The 14 people that they added: Patrick Dempsey, right? Patrick, <laughs> Doctor Mc, whatever, right? Doctor McStuffins. <laughs> <laughs> that would at least make it valuable. All he is, I mean, he's he's a character on a show that's on ABC that's owned yeah. by. Disney. He was the he's the guy in the Enchanted movie. Like, why is he a Disney legend? What makes him legendary? Nothing. You have a case of no award itis. <laughs> Josh yeah. Gad. Josh Gad. Right. Jonathan. At least he's in a Disney movie. Jonathan. He's made Groff. them millions of dollars. Jonathan yeah. Groff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Jonathan a whole Groff. frozen cat. He was. Yeah. He was yeah. the voice of um. Christoph. Christoph. Thank you. Yeah. I think he did great. He's, sure. He was, he's the best part of the entire movie. Sure. He's great. Yeah. Whatever. Legendary? Yeah. One no. movie? One uh, movie you know makes what? you a in, legend? In 25 years, they're going to they're gonna be nominating key grips from that movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, this is exactly right. Bev, they're casting the net too wide. Anyone who stumbled around these movies ends up getting a, getting a legend mm-hmm. thing, and it dilutes the whole purpose of having Disney Legends. If there's no one who did anything great, don't offer it, or only do one or two. Exactly. You we don't need 14. I mean, what was that movie with Nicolas Cage and the um, the scroll? Treasure? National yes, Treasure. That was a Disney movie. Is Nicolas Cage going to become a freaking disney legend oh my god i really I'll, hope so yeah i'll be there for that i'm one. just saying <laughs> i'm just be okay with that i'm just saying <laughs> that like what constitutes a legend because you have your previous list of legends who are people who are of substance and who really did things to grow the company and they are like you look back at like the history of the company and and the the foundation of it and they are legendary they are they were in uh what word am i trying to say they were they, legendary sure whatever yeah. they were important any Patrick Dempsey is not important to the Disney to the existence well, of Disney because I have him on the line right mm. now. Okay, let's Patrick, talk. Let's talk. Patrick, uh, what do you think about what Bev said? When you hear that again, when you listen to the show again, what are you going to tell her next time you're going to meet her? What are you going to say? Oh my gosh, I was just in there. The lights were low. But what does that have to do? Uh, whatever, Patrick, you're drunk. <laughs> Maybe you um, should have that guy be a legend. <laughs> oh my god, I hope so. They should. The, he earned the fastest, it more. The fastest removal of a video ever in history <laughs> was that kid. All right, uh, Jeremy, your turn. Disney's hotel designs. Mm. These are so boring. Yeah. What are they doing? First of all, they've announced this new Polynesian DVC, which looks like a hojo. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're redoing these these uh, hotels, which we've been talking about at length on in depth. I was brought to much notoriety with a tweet and a retweet this week, but you know, forget about <laughs> oh all God. that. Let's humble brag a little bit in our most wow. boring segment. <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, yeah, mine is the ore that moves the water in Disney News, but that's fine. It's all right. I don't have to mention it. I'm not hung up on it or anything. <laughs> you know all they keep doing they bring in these couches they bring in these blue rugs and they call it a refurb 
and it's not. It, and they do it the same thing in every hotel. They all are looking the same. It's boring. Yeah. You got a hojo. You got blue carpets. That's not it, guys. You've ruined it. And they're de-theming those hotels. It's boring. Most boring. Disney's hotels. De-theming is a good is a good turn of phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Let's um, let's coin that. My most boring hating on Bob Chapek, or more accurately, praising Bob Iger for making changes that were done under Chapek. Look, I've held my tongue until now. Well, not oh, so much yeah. held it as let it wag, but whatever. <laughs> Chapek was the fall guy. He was the big bad. He was handpicked to do the things he did and got fired for it. So why is it boring now to hate on him? Because it's never just one person. We don't know the timelines for any of the changes that have been made, how far back the approval pathways went. What I do know is that a company like Disney does nothing fast. I'm betting many of the issues people are attributing to JPEG falls under Iger's belt. But nobody wants to admit that. We're not ready for that conversation. Such as? I don't know. Because that would mean that I knew things and I, I know literally no things at all. I don't know anything. Okay. Uh, are we done with most boring and we've covered everybody? Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. I need another cold. Me too. Cold IPA. I don't need another cold. I think Alice is sick again. So that's bad. All right. Um, anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back here and wrap up. Well, not wrap up, but, uh, you know, extend the year in review for 2022. Here on Ease Up. E- ease Up. With Zupita. We be Sapti. Back to Ears Up, where the opinions never stop. Ever. All right. Thanks for hanging on, everybody. All right. We left off with most boring. So now it is time for most underrated Disney attraction. This could be anything. A ride. You know, attraction, whatever, whatever it is. Um, Eric. Most underrated. I'm going with Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I tried them for the first time this year. I'm, I'm pretty sure they've come up in the past. I don't the know. The first time? You've never done it before? Never done it. Wow. What are you, 65 and you've never done this? I, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right, weird. exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, sure. There's a there's a short wait, even when it's fairly busy in the parks. Uh, you get some exercise. You can you can either put your back into it, or you can just pretend. You can just kind of <laughs> like, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> oh good. Um, it's a different experience based on the random assortment of guests. If you've got a bunch of kids, get ready, get ready to start working. Get you're gonna get a sweat going on, and you're gonna get um, splashed because those kids have no depth too. perception when no. it comes to like <laughs> rowing and what is what is needed Skimming to maneuver the a vessel. It. Yeah, it's like <laughs> either you're gonna get hit in the face or you're gonna get splashed or both. Yeah, sounds great. But yeah. you're not gonna get and, as um, wet as Splash Mountain, so it's kind of the perfect summer thing to do. Correct. I love that. It, it's great. We tried it. I forget when the first time we did, but it's like I never want to not ride this ride. Yeah, different view of the parks. Like you're. Yeah, it's really low. It's awesome. It's quiet for yeah. the most part. That would and be the, a good fundraiser. You know, uh, uh, Jeremy, didn't you do some fundraiser thing with the Disney delinquents riding Splash Mountain? That would be the, the fundraiser to just do nonstop riverboat the canoe f- friends or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, but you, then you get riverboat elbow. Oh yeah, doing it too long all day. You'd get so swole. <laughs> Riverboat elbow. <laughs> I mean, change sides, Jeremy. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh. I can't do it. 
I've abused my body to raise money for, I don't yeah, know. But I, I can speak from experience from doing Splash Mountain all day. You do get, um, you don't get riverboat elbow, but you get chapped behind. Mm. Okay. Because it's wet <laughs> and it stays wet. Dang, that's not all fun. All day. I wish, I wish this was the secret show. Okay. By the way, I'm, I'm li- I literally yeah. have an email open because I'm just making notes of Jeremy's sound bites for this episode. Because <laughs> I'm like, like this will just make my life easier for next next, oh, Christmas, God, next show. Christmas. Next Christmas. It's Jeremy's last. <laughs> you chapped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, very good, Eric. That was it. We're done with you. Yes, go for it. All right, Bev. Most underrated. I can't remember if this was mine from last year, Mm -hmm. but it stands. Uh, The Animation Academy. It's great. Mm -hmm. I think that um, not a lot of people do it. And now I make sure I go every trip. On my last trip, I went. I I got when I got up and made all that noise. I was getting this. Oh, oh, that's actually looks and I can't drop for crap. That's pretty good. Let's all let's just remind everybody what Terrence's look like. Oh, you can't see it. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe you can see it on mine. You can probably see it on yours better. I still need to make that do a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's just remind everybody, since Terrence still, isn't here. I still like what is that? don't even, it's supposed to be Eeyore. Eeyore. Just, but it looks, like, like, it looks like a chicken with elephantitis of the ears. <laughs> and like a belly button button. And like something's wrong with its belly button. Exactly. It, looks, it looks like a marijuana leaf tattoo on its belly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. It looks, it, it, it looks like a, a version a of like what... <laughs> Yeah. It's Eeyore. It's, <laughs> it's Eeyore something. That's Which for sure, makes it dude. worse. Yeah. Oh, Eeyore. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Jeremy. Most underrated. Living uh, with the, the land. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two years since I've said that. <laughs> um, I said uh, it that same episode. But along those lines... Actually, not along those lines at all. Yeah. Uh, the tiny little kiosk that sells beer in Canada. <laughs> oh, yes, dude. You were talking about this last show, I think. Amazing. What an amazing Correct. thing. And I'm, and I'm not talking about the one that's on the World Showcase Promenade. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one that you have to go up the stairs, you take a left into the gift shop, go all the way to the back, and they're randomly selling beer. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's the best place on earth. I love it. I brought Brad in there, friend of the show. He's great. And we go in, and I'm like, isn't this so amazing? And he's like, they sell three beers. Like, what are you <laughs> Like, yeah, it's fine. It's a place. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we're my favorite place. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, that's where, so it was great. That's where you are, I think. You're, you're clinging on to any aspect of fun and freshness in that park. You're like, oh, my God, a new place to buy a beer leg well, this is amazing everybody no one knows about it and you i give anything to my favorite thing at epcot is to have a beer in one hand and skulk around a gift shop just looking oh, at their stuff god i just want so to go the there with you so badly in there and you're just like oh look a maple leaf tree ornament cool bro I, you have your molson and you sip it and then that's it i that's, love a gift life. shop i love i love doing that i love oh. no shopping i love shopping i loved the jap the japan store too yeah. Oh, Mitsukoshi. I, oh, oh yeah. so fun. You can get ramen noodles in there. Oh. Yum. I just want to go back to Epcot and it's, not ride a single ride. Yeah, you don't and need just to. go pavilion yeah. to pavilion and spend all my money. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Iger wants to I do mean, that too. 
You can also get ramen noodles in aisle six at Winn Dixie, but why go there? Right. <laughs> why pay a reasonable price when you can overpay? <laughs> pay why sixty dollars? Yeah. Why spend a dollar when you can spend six? Right. <laughs> uh, Taryn, go ahead. What are we on? Underrated. Um, underrated. Okay. The Thanks most- for paying attention, Taryn. The most underrated. Things Taryn Googled. Where are we in the show? The most underrated <laughs> Disney attraction for me is the Main Street Vehicles. Now, I did a history uh, show on these vehicles this year, and I was reminded of how cool they are. They each actually have a unique history, and when you ride them, you have the opportunity to actually chat with the drivers, which I think is kind of fun. And they often will tell you stories or give you tips and tricks. And um, most people walk right past these, but the lucky guests are the ones who actually ride them. And I think that they get a special treat, and it's one of the attractions that I think still brings that Disney magic. I rode the fire truck for the first time on the last trip. It was great. That was a, that was a new one for me. Nice. Yeah. I think they're cool. They're, it's not going to always be cool. Like if it's really crowded and you're one of 20 people on it, then maybe not. But like one time it was just me and Jason and the driver for like all the way down Main Street. And he just talked to us. He gave us his business card because Jason was like, oh, I'm interested in driving these. Yeah, it wasn't even a business card. It was a, it was a reference. Like he was like, here, this is my name. When you, if you ever apply, like, here's my reference. And I looked at him and I'm like thinking, honey, you're not going to be alive by the time I apply. <laughs> this man is like 8,900 years old. But it was, it was fun. And it's, it's one of those Disney moments I will always remember because it brought the humanity back, you know? I agree. All right. My most underrated attraction. Now, I know most of you are expecting me to carry on my tradition of saying the benches. And you'd be right. It's the benches. <laughs> Even though I've seen some growing bench love here and there, and while I'm excited for this sitting renaissance, it's time to keep applying my pressure to the growing the cult of the bench before Iger pulls an Elon and removes it due to low usage. (laughs) I love a bench. Everyone use the benches as much as possible. Please, for the love of God, sit on the bench, think of me, and uh, and sit on the bench again. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Lovely. Was that it? Did we do everybody? Okay, I'm I'm s- I'm excited about the sitting renaissance. <laughs> it's a renaissance of sitting overtaking I mean, all honestly, of a revolution. You think about it in Disneyland, it's you know, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a long overdue whatever. Uh most overrated. Underrated. We got to do the other side, right? The yeah, yin and the yang. This yay. is the juicy yeah, one. Yeah, Taryn, you go first. Okay. The most overrated Disney attraction. Um okay, I'm breaking the rules a little the bit. The Disneyland but- Resort. No, I'm going to go with Tron. And I know it hasn't opened Tron. yet. Tron? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it hasn't opened yet, but um, it's a roller coaster. It's not Rise of the Resistance. And I think it's had this kind of following for so many years. It's taken them so long to get to this point. And people are going to be like, oh, cool. It's a roller coaster. But you're on a bike. <laughs> so? You're hunched over like some animal. Yeah, but it's still just a roller coaster. Like I, do, I, I, I already think it's going to be overrated. Are you aware of the neon? <laughs> yeah, right. Did you know that there are layers to this? Fair, yes. fair point. There are lights, <laughs> and it goes outside. Right. <laughs> yes. So anyway, that's mine. Taryn's, okay, okay. Uh, Taryn has hit the nail on the head. She's absolutely spot on. I'm going to tell you why. You get a man's first of all. Her? They had to close. They're going to no, but they had. I want to just go a little bit. I want to go in depth. That's what I'm used to doing. They <laughs> had to close. Thank you. They had no, please. 
they had to close the Walt Disney World Railroad, which is an iconic attraction that, one, is just wonderful, but two, eats up a lot of people. They had to close it for four years four to years. build this thing. Yeah. Four years it's been closed, you That's guys. That's absurd. It's ridiculous. For a roller coaster. For what Taryn is describing is basically a roller coaster where you hunch over. <laughs> and the other thing is... is Sounds like my kind of roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> this roller coaster is like the first attraction in Disney World where you see the show building. The show building is visible in it. My nephew very astutely came here <laughs> six weeks ago or no, six months ago. And he goes, it's cool, but why does it look like offices? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And it is ridiculous. Like, yeah, it does have a canopy on it, but that square blue box is visible inside the park from many different vantage points inside the park and from the resorts that overlook the park, which are supposedly overlooking something picturesque. I think you're right. I think it's overrated and it's not, it hasn't been designed up to a point that it does, it deserves. Like it could be good. Space Mountain doesn't have a show building. It, it well, it does. It's just designed well. Mm-hmm. Right. right. It has theming. So, sorry, I wanted to just weigh in because I agree with Taryn. Well, yeah, it's been a month since you've complained about the sight lines. (laughs) Lou in the chat goes, here we go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Who the hell's Lou, by the way? There's no Lou. Lou. Lou, Lou's been here since the beginning. Oh, Lou's about? Yeah, Yeah, come on. Oh, now you you doxed him. Dang. Did he really? No, he doxed himself. Did he really say, here we go? Oh, God, he did. (laughs) We're going to make it up. We're going to just throw a joke on Lou. Okay, who's... Can somebody bring up Guardians now and get Jeremy <laughs> yeah. started up all over again? Who's next? Because I'm terrible at keeping track of this mess. I'll go. All right, go ahead. All right. Don't I sound made- too excited about it. I'll go. Yeah, man. I made Terrence happy with my last one, so let's do that again. It's soaring over the world. Mm. Um, because this year, this was a year of firsts for me, 2022. I also rode Soren over California for the first time, and now oh I see goodness. why people like Soren. And now I yeah. like Soaring Over the World less. Okay. Because I I mean, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's different and new. Maybe it's because you you don't have as many bendy looking things if you're sitting not <laughs> in the dead center. Um, right. Yeah. And I think it was probably mostly just the change of pace, but the orange smell was fantastic. And um, getting hit in I'm the face with working. Michael Eisner's golf ball was also delightful. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad that was working for you. The smell. You got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. California is so much better than the world. Yeah. Well, the ride, too, and, and just the state <laughs> in general. Um, I think it's me, right? Most overrated. Splash Mountain. Look, it's a good ride, but the theming was dumb and slapped together with a minimal storyline at best. The absolute best part of that ride is the drop, and then maybe that sort of meandering cruise towards the end afterwards. People making such a big stink over the re-theme forget that the theme is secondary to the experience of the ride itself. The ride is not going to change fundamentally. It's just the dumb stuff you look at as you're driving through it. That's it. Splash Mountain in and of itself is overrated. I 100% agree. I think that ride's so stupid. Jeremy, what do you think since you basically lived on it for four years? I think you are so wrong. (laughs) For a number of years, I've said that Splash Mountain is probably one of the best rides at Disney because. It, it it incorporates all of the elements that are needed for a good ride. Animatronics, great lighting, good story, 
thrill and fantastic good music. story you think yeah. the story of splash mountain is good what what, is whatever the story what's of this a, it's more story than i don't know what what's the story of soaring over california ding dang over the woods who cares it's just like <laughs> what i don't know ding dang over the wood <laughs> the segment it's gonna be segment term all right now it's time for ding dang over the woods <laughs> with jeremy murray here's the but golf ball here's the mountain <laughs> goodbye thanks for coming like what the hell it has there's you know, no story there's no cohesive story to that right who cares it has i it do has, because it's part of the experience is it not isn't there though isn't it the guy trying to not get caught by the other guys and then he's running away good. from home That's and he, he runs into ever. danger and then he decides he likes and then all home. of his little forest friends are like oh no it's cute <laughs> it's got amazing animatronics it's very immersive. I think the propping that it feels like you're in an animated movie. That's the thing. And it's, but it also has thrill, great soundtrack. I think it has all of the elements that make a great ride. Well, that's okay. I've been wrong once before too. You'll get used to it. Oh my gosh. All right. Are we done with overrated? No, no I have Jeremy one. Did. Thanks. No. <laughs> I feel like I should tell most you overrated. Should. Yes. Host. Karen, keep track. Petros. Go ahead. Yo, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Jeremy. I've always said I'm a better co-host than a host. Walt Thank Disney you. World's 50th anniversary is my most overrated. What a Ooh, Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so wrong here. The storyline oh of that gosh. 50th Go this, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It was, this whole thing was a wet fart. <laughs> it was 18 months of snooze. We got a pink castle. We got a fireworks show called Enchantment that had absolutely precisely zero to do with the history of Epcot or the history of Walt Disney World. Whereas compare that to Disneyland Forever, which was their 60th looked at Disneyland's history. Ha- um, uh, what's the one for the 50th anniversary? Remember Dreams Come True it was all about the things in the park. Tokyo Disneyland's 30th celebration was uh, basically the same thing. It was a riot. It was a, a journey through the park. Enchantment it's IP. It's got two Moana segments because one's not enough. We need more Moana. You know, just bring her back again because that has everything to do with Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. <laughs> you know, Moana. Everything IP. Everything. So that everything. But by the way, they heard the outcry because people were like, how are you calling this a 50th anniversary fireworks show? And they had to change it. And six months ago, they ended up adding in a beginning part to the fireworks show with Walt, with Roy, all about the opening because they knew they screwed up. The only people writing this ship are the fans who are making their voices heard. Then we fast forward, go over to Epcot. What did they get? Harmonious. Huge taco barge oil rigs placed in the middle with a bunch of IP shoved in that park. That's headed for the ash heap of history they announced this week because it's so terrible. The number one response on Epcot surveys over the last 18 months negatively has been they don't like the barges. That is fact. People are filling out their exit surveys and saying, what's with these things in the middle of the lagoon? You've ruined it. Wow. And the other thing that they've noticed is attendance at the park at Epcot falls now throughout the day. It used to build. You had people oh. coming in, they'd go, they'd have fun at other parks, and then they'd go to Epcot, have a drink, and watch Illuminations. Now they go to Epcot and they leave because wow, this that's crazy. Harmonious is not a draw. World Showcase 
is a cash cow. You should be, the more people are going around that wheel over and over again, spending money on high markup food, high markup alcohol, and souvenirs in these countries, that's all they have to do. It's it's easy. Their countries just sit there. There's not really that many rides. But Harmonious wasn't keeping them there. These barges weren't keeping them there. They were driving them away. And so attendance was down. That's why they're getting rid of this whole thing. They've announced this week that not only is Harmonious going away, but the barges are gone too. Not only that, we got no new parades. No old parades returned. Tron's not opening in time (laughs) for the 50th. Hardly any nostalgia at all. Basically, this was a merchandise play with some gold statues sprinkled around. The most overrated is Who Disney wound World's Jeremy up? 50th. He is wound up today. <laughs> I know, and it's 1220 over here. I, mean, I can't believe it. <laughs> All right, we're going to let Jeremy take a breath. And uh, Taryn, now you're keeping track. Is it all done with we're, most overrated? Now we're done with most overrated. Sad to see you go. Oh, Taryn, why don't you start? First? You were not done with most overrated. No? Why didn't you say anything I about I was muted. five minutes ago? Oh. Oh, most overrated. Bev, go ahead, please. It's I'm okay. sorry I that Taryn I don't really have you. anything. It's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to reach through the internet. Um, Turn that green sweater red. This is a, sorry. Uh, I'm probably alone here, but I think Galaxy's Edge is overrated. It's two rides. I've said this before. One of them sucks and one of them hardly works. <laughs> and they're both the same. That's, this is true. I like this. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's a bunch of shops. The theming is cool. Sure. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. as far as like, I, I don't know. I think it's overrated. I And the be- the best part of the theming is the shopping area. That's it. Yeah. Everything else is just sort of blah, 100%. in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. just brown. It's very brown. Yeah, everything brown. All right, Taryn, sad to see you go. Uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Oh, yeah. oh that's a Bummerino, good one. Yeah. I mean, technically it's still there, but it's dead to me. <laughs> They've True. removed every speck of personality from that place. So that's sad. Goodbye. No. Jeremy, go ahead. All right. George Caligridis. Mm. George Caligridis has a long Greek. history with the Walt Disney Company. He worked there since um, while he was in college. He bussed tables at the Contemporary Resort when, it fir- when Walt Disney World first opened in 1971. Caligridis quickly moved up the ladder, becoming vice president of operations for Epcot. Senior Vice President at the Disneyland Resort, Vice President at the Disney Reservation Center, Chief Operating Officer of Disneyland Paris, President of the Disneyland Resort from 2009 to 2013, and in 2013 moved over to the East Coast and became the President of Walt Disney World Resort. He's been there since he was a kid. He's moved up the ranks, and he knows who we are. He's, he was there through the heyday when we loved the parks, through Eisner in the early days of Iger. George Caligridis, he retired in May of this year. Sorry to see you go, but enjoy your retirement. It's well-deserved. Wow. Another Greek down. It sucks for us for as a people. Eric, sad to see you go, besides besides the Greek. Uh, of course, yes. Yeah. Yes. More, more Greek folk. Yes. Uh, as alluded to before, Disney's Magical Express, its last day was December 31st, 2021. You know, sometimes it was a pain walking through the forever long hallway. At uh, at the airport, waiting in line for a bus, you know, your first your first line of of your Disney trip waiting for a a bus (laughs) Uh, hokey videos, the same few cartoons over and over again, Um, outdated segments from the Disney parks blog playing on the TV overhead. But you know what? 
it was part of the experience. And uh, you got to say, at least I got to say something good about the yellow tags you'd get two for for every guest. You put them on your your big checked bags and you didn't have to touch them ever again. You dropped them off at your departure airport and they'd show up in your room halfway through the day once you get there. That in itself was was pretty, pretty magical. But yeah, I mean, it was it was part of the experience. And, um, you know, I'm sad to see it go. I think that's fair. And it was free. If you were staying well, at a resort, better. it was yeah. free. Uh, Bev? I have I have two. The first one's you. kind of a joke, and I changed yeah. the name. Someone has to replace Terrence on the show. It might as well be you. Um, I changed the title of this to Sad to See You Go, But Love to Watch You Leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is my annual pass. <laughs> 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 but in actuality, it's Angela Lansbury. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Did she die? She yeah, died. That was like recent. That yeah, was like it was, the last couple of weeks. It was. No. It was. That was no. a couple months ago. Was it? Yeah. Nah. Was yeah, I think it was summer. It was like right after the Queen. Taryn, look it up. Okay. Well, that would have been September. No, you go September. That's summer. Yeah, summer. I'm still Did right. The Queen died in September. Sure. Man. Died in September. Yeah, we still haven't heard enough about it. Wow. October 11th. There you oh, go. Oh, my sister's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Good old Miss Lansbury. Yeah, that's Lansbury. Lansbury. Yeah. She landed already. Right. Voice of Mrs. Potts. Gone, but never forgotten. Until at least, you know, 50 years. My turn. I'm the only one left, correct? What are we on? That's sad to see you go. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, The French market in New Orleans Square, which we haven't really talked about yet, but apparently that's going away. Uh, Somehow, Disney has managed to undo the best parts of Disneyland, its original and unique theming, and make it a home for wayward IP. Mm. The Tiana takeover of New Orleans Square seems desperate, and even though it's not, rushed to execution the french market and really that whole area of new orleans square is a wholly distinct district within the disney parks universe and while tiana can go in there since her ip fits she doesn't need to go in there so yeah the tiana the french market is being rethemed for tiana's gastro invitational or whatever tiana's place yeah and it's fully insane it's as insane as bev looks right now and it's tiana's palace oh Reading is yeah. hard. Well, <laughs> a slick dexic. Yeah, I, don't, I just I don't get it. I mean, the French market, well, it's not themed like amazing. It's still a very unique thing to do. It's a very unique place to go. And I, you don't need to do it. You just don't need to do it. And it's very sad that this is where the company thinks that people want. This is what they think they want is just IP to retheme everything. And it's that the New Orleans Square was my favorite part in probably every park I've ever been to. For the save of like World Showcase, maybe New Orleans Square is my favorite place to go, and I don't want to see those two stupid smokestacks sticking up. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it. I, I'm 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 really actually disappointed and bummed out about it. All right. Wait, did Eric? Eric, you did it. Sure did. did. You, okay, just making so sure. If you took over for me because I couldn't do it, and now you're. But just, no, I thought that. I, now you're just making. You're being me. Well, yeah, I'm not very good at it either. Fired everyone. But this is okay. the best. What category. a great replica. uh okay the next next category enough already the most jeremy Uh, category eric why don't you start out with the most jeremy category please all right enough already with these fancy food items disney (laughs) yeah keep rolling who wants fancy fancy food no all the little food items that you're seeing in kiosks around the parks 
all the small quick service areas, they've always, they've got these, they keep rolling out these items that are designed for Disney food blog and all the other bloggers and vloggers to hold up in front of a camera so that they can say, look, I got the thing. And then everybody's got to try it. And then everybody else comes in and they all buy it. And I guess it works for Disney. Now, I don't mind it. Are you complaining just about marketing? Because that seems like a weird hill to die on. Well, here's, Here's where I want to go. And I will with kill this. you after this. That's Give the thing. Me... One of us has to go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll take it up with all the executives in the chat here okay. after we're done talking. But here's where I'm going. Pivot. What a twist. Let's follow the Asian resorts lead and make some fun, fancy food items. Let's make bow buns that look like Mickey's glove or, or like the Toy Story aliens or Mike Wazowski's eye. Let's make an ice cream sh- treat shaped like Donald's rear end sticking out of the water with his little legs paddling up behind him. There's so many fun food items there. Everything is shaped like Mickey or it has an, a character image sprayed on it. Um, I mean, Jason, you'd even like this one. It's an ice cream parfait. You got a, a green cookie on top with a dollop of whipped cream and then a little a little sculpted cookie like Roz's glasses. Oh, I love it already. Right. You're See? right. It's fun stuff everywhere, not just fancy. Everything is cute, and I want to see more of that here. Let's hold up something cool instead of just something that looks like a, an imitation of fancy food. Yeah, when we do the um, walkabouts, I like to do videos from the Tokyo Park and the Shanghai Park because their foods are cool. And people do like the eating tour through the parks or whatever. Yeah, I do like seeing that seasonal stuff because it is always inherently just the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, you're right. We have like a like a high, you know, a high concept churro or a deconstructed thing or whatever. With it's little like gold pearls that. on top. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, love I totally it. agree with you. All right. Enough already of that stuff. Bev, go. Enough already. Special days in the park. Example, hmm. Disney Plus Day. Anyway. Get out of my face. <laughs> it is impossible now to schedule a trip. On a downtime or a slow time, because every time there is a, like less crowds, they pack in one of these stupid crap days and you get all these dum-dums showing up for the 25 cent pin that they're going to try to sell on eBay for $60 later in the day. And it's dumb and I hate it and I want it to go away forever. And it's dumb. That's fair. Enough already with that. Jeremy. It's right. And you know what? Not for nothing. It's right. It's, it's Disney plus day disney plus that's not day. Sure. that is not compelling content it's, to bring in people and by the way you did disney plus day and you still lost ten and a half billion dollars so knock it off knock it <laughs> off you they spent so much money on that awful blue carpet too yeah thank so you so wasteful yeah. that's enough right. already enough already with the word adventure i'm sick of the word Ooh. adventure it's the only thing they have. It's the only title they use. Snow White's Scary Adventure, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is what uh, Splash Mountain's becoming, Ariel's Undersea Adventure, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Disney California Adventure, The American Adventure, The Adventure Flotilla, <laughs> Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. These Imagineers pat themselves on the back every day <laughs> for being so creative. They work in this creative field, blah, blah, blah. They don't know about the web address, thesaurus.com. <laughs> adventure for everything. It's enough already. Enough already. Enough already. Enough already. Uh, 
Can you imagine? Tiana's episode it doesn't really have the same <laughs> ring as adventure. Tiana's occurrence. Well, what they should do is call it Splash Tiana's Mountain. journey. Yeah. Splash the mini, Mountain. The mini well, incidents yeah. of Winnie the Pooh. It just doesn't really sit right. But here's the thing. Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain title has nothing to do with Song of the South. That's true. Correct. So also, why can't it just stay Splash Mountain and have it be a, a different adventure? Have it be Tiana's or call it Tiana's Splash Mountain. Yeah. Also, we need to what's going on. Doesn't go, go on an adventure. He dreams. It's an adventure in his mind. Mm. Yeah. And Ariel's Under the Sea Adventure is basically just a retelling of the movie. It's the yeah, movie. Like, just Under the, the Sea. Let's call it The yeah, Little but Mermaid. But it's an adventure. Uh, who's next? Taryn? Sure. You're right. right. Enough already. Right. Thanks. Enough making us pay double for things. Don't make us pay twice. Genie Plus or Lightning Lane? Pick one, not both. It's nickel and diming your guests who already had to take out loans to afford to be there. While we're on it, um, we can still park hop for the same price, but you don't get to actually park hop until a certain time, which inherently lowers the value of that opportunity. Again, making us pay for more and getting less. Enough already. Very good. All right, <clears throat> my enough already. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh my god! <laughs> what does this have How to do with Disney? Disney? Is it really Disney? No, but I had to put something here because if it was blank, I would just fill it with another pro JPEG comment. But really, these two have got to go kick rocks already. Enough. Every time I open my phone to look at the news, it's always something about how sad Prince Harry was about his about the growing up in the friggin' pal. Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody likes you. Your wife is annoying. Stop it. Go away. We get it. You're, you, you've renounced your titles. Nobody cares. Actually, they haven't. But nobody cares about that either. Stop it. It's 2023. The royal family can go suck eggs. Oh, my nobody God. Cares about Bev, it. Bev, Beverly. No. Wow. Stop it. You are the Bev, worst kind of person. <laughs> Did that come with a free, uh, free latte I, and, and some I'm, Uggs? And I'm on chapter 38. Wow. Bev is oh currently listening to the... Mainlining it. Yeah, Bev's listening to the, what is it, the Prince Harry book, it's, his friggin' it's, biography? It's his memoir, and it's called Spare. He's 38 years old. What does he have a memoir for? It's Spare. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, spare me. Years. How about that? Spare me. I, yeah, spare the me the pain. of the, You are super rich. You have had everything literally handed, like literally, not even figuratively, literally handed to you, but you're complaining about it, but not doing anything about it. Where's your philanthropy? Are you helping other people? You're just writing books and having stupid friggin' Netflix uh, documentaries made about your house. And they were even, it turns out, they were, they were in someone else's house. The whole documentary was supposed to be their house. It's not. They rented a house for, this, for yeah, the shoot. It's, all it's so disingenuous. It's stupid. I hate them. I hate them. They should Tetris. go on a <laughs> with I don't care. Oh, my oh God. God. You sound exactly <laughs> like me on my royal family podcast. Should I podcast? cut that out? <laughs> That you might have crossed the line. No, you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. I couldn't agree. I've never agreed with Jason more (laughs) on any topic than just now. We should have a royal family podcast. Uh, What are we doing talking about Disney all the time? I don't know. We should. I would talk about the royal family. Oh, I would talk about the royal family. I sort of need a break. (laughs) We could call it Royals Up (laughs) (laughs) with a Z. All right, maybe I'll cut out. Okay. You might want to cut the. Sorry. I'm trying to practice my uh, avant-garde. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Um, who are you talking to? You can't hear that? No. I, my, I keep getting texts, and it's pinging on my laptop, and I thought you could hear it. 
Oh, no. no. Okay, well, then great. Then never mind. Now we know about it, though. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, that's all we're going to think about. Okay, uh, that's it for enough already, right? (laughs) Yes. What's done? Best Disney dollar spent. Uh, my best, my personal best Disney dollar spent this year was an Avengers logo set that I got for Jason for Christmas of Fat Thor's apartment. Lego. <laughs> I don't Lego. know any of those words. Yeah, you said logo. I didn't. Did I say logo? You said logo. Lego. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me say that. Let me just say that whole thing. All again. right. Let's go. Let's let's bring it. Let's, let's run it back. <laughs> best Disney dollar spend. Taryn, go ahead, please. All right. Avengers. A uh, Lego set that I got for Jason for Christmas of Fat Thor's apartment. It's pretty good. It has <laughs> sounds so many, amazing. It has so many little details. There's like a ton of pizza, a ton of beers. Yeah, There's, if you go get it, you should you should go get it, and then you can get me another cold uh, cold IPA. Oh, you want to see it? Okay, I'll go get it. Uh oh, Petros. I mean, I don't need to see it. I've already built it, but it might be fun to show. Um, that's good. Uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead and go first, please? Uh, Disney or stock second. in December. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> wow. Old diamond hands over here. Wow. We'll just leave it there. That was yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Look it up. That's great. All right. Bev. I bought a, my, my personal best Disney dollar spent was I bought yeah. a tiny little uh, stuffed Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, except he's okay. weighted. So, same. I don't know. Like when you cuddle him. It, it's mm-hmm. very relaxing. It's very calming because I don't like weighted blankets. They make me feel like I'm being suffocated. But the weight yeah. of the of little Groot. thing is very com- comforting and it puts me to sleep. Like being smothered by Groot, but not by a blanket. Just little Groot. Excuse okay. me, miss. I see your weighted blanket department. Where are your weighted Groots? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who's taller, weighted Groot those? or Sam? Weighted Groot. No, Sam. Who weighs more, weighted Groot or Sam? <laughs> Depends upon... How much we had for dinner. That's true. Sam is a very skinny little thing. Uh, Jeremy, go ahead, please. Uh, My best Disney dollar spent, believe it or not, is the turkey leg. Oh. Oh. Wow. You don't seem like a turkey leg kind of a guy. I had one on Monday. Wow. I'm going to tell you why. It's $12.49. Compare that with the cost of a smart water, which is $5.50. So a bottle of water is almost half the price of this whole leg of meat it's so filling you can't even eat the whole th- like no you, you can't, can't eat a whole turkey leg in one you should try a whole turkey leg you yeah, shouldn't. there's no way. Yes. yeah no and also you go to casey's corner a foot long hot dog is 14.29 so for 12.49 lord you're getting this whole thing and if you want chips it's 14 14.49 or something like that you can feed two you could presumably go to disney Thank world or disneyland Two people split a turkey leg and some chips. You've each paid about seven fifty for lunch. It's plenty of food, and if you don't eat the chips, it's keto. Turkey leg, <laughs> best Disney dollar spent. Forget it's everything you ever need. Does anybody still do that? I feel like it's jazzer size. Here's Fat Thor's <laughs> apartment. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Here, do I need to? You really can't. Uh, well, like my camera is supposed to be. My camera's theoretically better. But let's see. Let's see if we can move the light a little bit. Very nice. <laughs> There's four drinking, and they're playing video games. There's a TV that is not here right now for some no, reason. No, Alice got a hold of it. Alice got a hold of it, but there's a little pizza box. And uh, here, you can hold up Thor if you want, I guess. Is that Korg sitting next to him? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Here you can. It's cool. It was a lot of fun to do. You know, uh, uh, I, I love Legos, man, but they're, God, they're so expensive. So what I think I want to do. Is like maybe set up some sort of like Lego exchange program 
where we'll just buy Legos and then see if the other person wants to buy it, you know, put it back, you know, take them apart, keep the instructions, and then we sell them to each other for like half off or whatever. See, you can see his little gut on his pants. It's so good. It looks like a belt buckle, but it's not. It's his big fat gut. It's his belly. It's so cool. Yeah, it's so good, man. It's my favorite. I love it. Uh, Best Disney dollar spent Disney Plus for me. At a time when we're not going to the parks, theaters, or anywhere else, it's the only way we can stay up on all the new Disney stuff has to offer. And or alone was worth the spend of, mm-hmm. of Disney Plus this year. It was so good. I really enjoyed that. And uh, there's a bunch of stuff on there that we haven't seen yet, but we're going to at some point, like the new Thor movie, speaking of Thor. And uh, yeah, so uh, Disney, uh, Disney Plus. There you go. I like it. All right. Uh, all right. I think it's time for worst Disney dollar spent. What do you think of that? I think I'll go first this time. Go for it. Going to the parks. <laughs> Now, I understand that the majority of park goers don't care about COVID, but I do. And for me, going to Disneyland is not worth the escalating potential for the myriad of health complications associated with catching any of the airborne viruses that are going around this time of year. And I understand I'm in the minority for that, but, uh, you know, you got to go with your gut. Go with your heart on these kinds of things. That's what I would say. Jeremy. I was going to say, can I go next, actually? Jeremy, why don't you let Taryn go next? Okay, fine. <laughs> because mine is um, any money spent at Disneyland. <laughs> and I said, uh, maybe it's uh, my perspective because I haven't gone in a while, but the prices have gone up on everything and the amount of what you get for that price has gone down. Meanwhile, all you hear is that it's excessively crowded, rides are down all the time, and that some of the inherent magic has just disappeared. So I hate to say it, but I feel like spending your hard-earned money there just doesn't feel like a good dollar spent right now. Agreed. Jeremy, why don't you let Beverly go next? (laughs) Okay. I bought a, and and this is a bad Disney dollar spent for multiple reasons, but I bought a tie-dye spirit jersey. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. God, I love you. I love you so much. Why? What were you drinking? So to be, to be, to be fair, to be fair. Abby wanted to get matching spirit jerseys and she really liked the tie-dye one and they had it in her size. And I was like, okay. look, tie-dye is, is hip now. Tie-dye is back. It's not good. It's not good. But I thought that what you were, I thought what happened was you looked at it and said, Hey, this feels itchy and looks ugly. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you say that because I have two other spirit jerseys who in fact, are itchy and look funny, but I love them because they're just, there's a certain quality to them. And this one was <laughs> the same price. It's extra ugly. Um, and like the, <laughs> the, the D on the lapel chest area. Is it, uh, is it a lapel? No, it's not. Breast. It? No, I didn't want to say. Yeah, it's just yeah, the chest. But that's what breast. it is. It's the breast. It's the breast. No, it's on the chest. chest. On the, the chest. chest. The D on the chest is peeling and like crackling and the bat the disneyland oh, on the geez. back is like is Ugh. just it's didn't wash well the quality is just not there and it was 80 dollars and i Ooh. just um regret it every time i see it in my closet i don't like spirit jerseys i think they look terrible on just about everybody but tie-dye is in uh because for christmas speaking of that for christmas i got some tie-dye Crocs. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. And I've worn these to pick up Alice on multiple occasions. I'm sure you have. Like, walked into her school and be seen by visible, like, other human beings, other parents. Was she like, send help? This, I don't is, know this him. is true love, because he bought these for himself, like, um, 
I don't know, nine months ago and they came and they didn't fit him. And I was like, oh, shucks, because they're so <laughs> ugly <laughs> and then, um, on um, Amazon's Black Friday. They were like just right there and they had his size. And I was like, oh, man, I got to do it. Yeah, you do. And I did. All right. Who's next? That is love. Worst Disney dollar spin. I'll go. All right. There you go. It, because the math works out because for two of Bev's spirit jerseys, you could buy Disney one share of Disney stock in January, which would have been a really poor choice <laughs> as well, <laughs> at least for 2022. That's right. That's accurate. What's it at? Right yeah. Now? Uh, right now. Oh, it's it's heading back up toward 100. It's okay. in the upper 90s again. Yeah, so yeah, it, 99, it, it bottomed out. 81. <laughs> it sure really did. It really did. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I bought some at 80. I mean, oh, nice. You went all the way down to 80. Dang doodle, dude. I should have bought some more. Yeah, that would have been a good Dang time. Didn't doodle. quite hit 80, yeah. 80, but yeah, in the low 80s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's next? Anybody else? Jeremy Me. actually Jeremy. hasn't gone yet. Me. <laughs> Stop trying to edge me out of this. Yeah. Uh, my worst Disney dollar spend is the money Disney spent on the harmonious barges. <laughs> was that last that year, though? Show. I feel like that no, was like... last year was tearing up interventions. Yeah. All right. But Which 2022... also is a little bit this year. OK. All right. I'll let you Disney slide spent... on this one. You're not letting me slide. This is it. Disney spent millions of dollars. There is some talk that Harmonious cost in the hundreds of millions of dollars to create. And now Harmonious and its barges are officially being put out to pasture. We have confirmation now that the barges also will be removed from the lagoon. This show ended up lasting merely 18 months, just as long as the 50th anniversary. Disney needed to get rid of it. They needed an excuse to get rid of it. And the end of the uh, 50th anniversary was their excuse. Inside word is that the number one most often mentioned complaint, as I said earlier, in Epcot surveys was, in fact, the barges. Add to that, most people weren't enjoying the IP-based show Harmonious. And what happened was people weren't staying at Epcot. Evening attendance began to suffer. And if people aren't going around in a round world showcase, they aren't buying your booze people weren't staying for the show people weren't staying to enjoy the world showcase atmosphere so not only did harmonious and its barges cost a lot of money just in order to construct but they ended up costing the park money every single day they cost the park money today in the form of lost revenue by other pe by people dr uh, driving away and not staying in the park the biggest worst disney dollar spent was harmonious <laughs> And by the way, we said this from the beginning. They we we called this. We did. We absolutely have been railing on them from the jump since it was announced. We said this is a terrible idea. This is a bad idea. They're yeah. spending all this money. But this is the problem is these imagineers and let's go back. Let's think about it. Well, I'm going to we're going to wait. I'm going to hold on. I got this later. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Is that it, Taryn? Are we done? That's everybody. Moving on? Okay, biggest Disney villain. Oh. Bev, why don't you go ahead and go first? The Disney board. Ooh. Wow. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Why? Well, what? I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's that hot of a take. Um, because I think that they, I, they suck. They made a bad choice. And <laughs> sorry, yeah, that was good analysis. very profound. Yeah, Thank that you. Was great. No, um, I mean, we know what they did to Chapek. I think that. Word on the street is they suck. Is that They correct? do suck. <laughs> what do you no, they, Please respond. 
I just they went about it in the worst way possible. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Amateur I just, hour. It, it was it was yucky and it just I, I don't Bob, know. How no, to do- no, I'm, I'm laughing because Bob Chapek is in the chat and he says, amen, Bev. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. I got you. I wasn't even a huge fan of yours. And I got oh, you like well, you, you go. got. He has a you great hose collection, I'm sure. You got hosed, bro. And he did. Um, he, did. he got hosed I, down like I, Ghostbusters, too. You know what I mean? And I blame the Disney board. And I also think that uh, they needed a scapegoat. 100 percent. They they knew everything that was coming down the pipeline. It happened. They, they changed a- their they changed their mind and they were like, well, they needed he can a, be our yeah, sacrificial lamb. He, oh, well, they needed a scapegoat. So they made one like they manufactured this man to take the fall. They wagged the dog, hmm. I guess, or whatever. Anyway, Eric, you go. OK, yeah, I'll get go. us off this line here. OK, well, I'll only say the Chapek very soon. Uh, say the, the name Chapek. OK, the Chapek. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Daniel is the biggest Disney villain this year. Chapek's oh. right hand man who is the first to go after Iger was hired. This is the man directly responsible for movies like Turning Red opening on streaming. Uh, He was a rising star. He charmed Bobby Chapek and uh, central to this corporate intrigue. Quick, quick notes here about him. uh, In case you didn't listen to the Supreme Resort's great episode about uh, the ousting of Chapek. Um, He was put in charge of DMED, Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution division which is basically let, let's take something that tells all the creative people what to do that's run by the financial people so the creatives hated him widely disliked mm. uh, and one of those folks who was involved with the intrigue with christine mccarthy who suggested that he consolidate marketing efforts he take all of the marketing from creative folks who are making movies and say i'll do it cheaper which means he just wouldn't market it at all and uh, thus, once everything was was flipped over, once the shakeup happened, Iger came in and said, that division's going first, and so are you. Kareem Daniel, everybody. Mm. All right. Okay. A little bit of a victim, but yeah. still a villain. Sure. I mean, he was hired to do the job, and he did his job. That's what the same thing about, pay, uh-huh. about JPEG is what I say. He was hired to do the job. He did his job. Never got a chance to uh, correct it. Anyway, Jeremy, there go you go. Please. The biggest Disney villain this year is Genie Plus. Despite what Josh DeMauro tells the New York Times and us, it is not, in fact, well-liked. It's clumsy, it's annoying, and it makes terrible recommendations that make absolutely zero sense. Just this week, just this past week, Disney made enhancements to Genie Plus by including complimentary on-ride photo pass digital downloads as a perk for guests who buy Disney Genie Plus. Uh, Josh Morrow said to the New York Times, we believe in the Genie product, which has been incredibly popular, but we're going to have to look at ways to add more value. Yeah, that's what you do with something that's incredibly popular. You keep trying to fix it, (laughs) Josh Morrow. Right. If it's incredibly popular. Good. I was going to. It's like saying that um, bathrooms are extremely popular (laughs) at Disney because they have long lines. No, we just have to use it in order to enjoy ourselves, you absolute moron. How dare you spin this? How dare you take our words and twist them? We don't like it. Get rid of it. You're a loser and you suck. And by the way, my villain last year was Josh tomorrow and he a little bit still is, but I'm going to go with Genie Plus. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Who's next, Aaron? Me. My biggest Disney villain is. Shocker. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh-oh. For- oh. He's in the chat, so be careful. <laughs> I know. 
uh, for attempting to take Disney's control over Reedy Creek District. Under DeSantis's proposed legislation, Disney will no longer control its own government. They will live under the same laws as everyone else, will be responsible for their own outstanding debts, and will pay their fair share of taxes, according to him. And I would say that if it were up to Disney, this is their biggest villain right now. Mm. Okay. My biggest Disney villain is Bob Iger. Replacing your hand-picked successor and then coming off like you're the hero is a straight-up villain move. Straight-up Disney villain move also. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's very much uh, almost a Disney movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to set this person up to fail because I don't want to leave, but I've put off retirement five times now. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to be forced to be brought back. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I could definitely see that. All right, let's do the flip side of that. Biggest Disney hero. We were all done. Wait, did Bev go? Bev, everybody went? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Just making sure. Jeez, turn. Uh, biggest Disney hero. Uh, I'll just go first because uh, I'm already talking. Okay. Cast members. All the money that Disney wants, us, wants from us is due to cast members of all the parks. The people on the ground grinding our girths into rocket ships to space or flying elephants. They are the people that make the Disney parks function and function well, which is why it's pretty gross to hear about Disney pushing back on raises and contract negotiations. Biggest Disney heroes of 2022 cast members and anybody else who says anything different is wrong. (laughs) So we can just move on to the next. Eric, you go next. Oh, great. (laughs) Um, So I picked another anti here. So an ant- biggest Disney anti-hero in, in some ways is Nelson Peltz. There you Never go. Never heard of him. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Is he a trapper? Uh, yes, he is a he's a he's a he's a trapper. He created uh, the uh, the coonskin cap. Yeah, the original oh. inventor. Yeah. Josh Gad is in the chat and he says, I logged out, but I heard biggest Disney hero and thought I should <laughs> log back in. <laughs> Dear God. You spelled turd wrong. <laughs> <laughs> biggest Disney turd. I, <laughs> I, I, I change love my answer. The chat, uh, the chat is uh, it's great. It's uh, it's it's going pretty well tonight. All right. Well, Nelson Peltz. Nelson Peltz has a a a, a uh, an investment fund called Trion Fund Management, which recently, as in um, within well within the last uh, month here bought an $800 million stake in Disney. Now, Nelson's a little bit of a threat here. He's actually uh, right now currently filing a formal proxy challenge to uh, against Disney. What that means is he's buying up a ton of stock and threatening the company to say, you better put me on the board of directors Oof. because I own a large hunk of your company. Is this biggest Disney villain? Mm-mm. Well, this is his hero. Hero. He's an anti-hero, and let me—he could be a villain as well. We'll see how things go. This is this is interesting. Now, what's come out recently is that he was one of the people that, in November, came along and said to basically approach Disney and said, "You really need to start shaping things up. Your cost, uh, your your cost control is well. You have no cost control. You're you're paying your um, your executives too much." Mm-hmm. And when the board kind of brushed him off, uh, he started buying up stock and they started getting scared, which is a reason why it, there's there's some theory that or some thought that this is what prompted Susan Arnold to step things up and make the switch 
to Iger a little bit more urgent. And as of just uh, this week, uh, Susan Arnold, the former chairperson of the board, has now been replaced by Nike's Mike Parker. Uh, Disney is still holding uh, Nelson off. They're not letting him join the board. Some financial folks say that they should let him on. Disney says, no, we still like to have our insiders in here. We'll see how things go, but at least this guy might have come in and shaken things up at the at the right moment um, and yeah. uh, kind of set their plans in motion a little bit differently than they expected. Uh, the, the scary part, of course, is that he is forming he's filing this proxy challenge. And this is the first time they have faced anything like this since the Ron Miller escapade in the 80s. Oh, yeah. He got unfairly ousted. So would you say that this man is he's more of a half Nelson? Halfway there. Oh, yeah. That's um, a riff off of Lou joke in the chat, everybody. Oh, hey, there we go. All right. I will go next. Hero. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. Here we go. Captain Assertive. Let's go. My biggest Disney hero is a man by the name of Nelson Peltz. <laughs> Peltz Give has it been, to us. But I'm going to add a few things because oh, uh, I obviously agree with everything that Eric said. And he yeah. has been saying a lot of things. Um, out publicly, he was on Squawk Box today, I believe, saying that um, the you know criticizing Disney for their management of the company. Um, one of the things he said, and particularly, he's been critical of the Fox acquisition, which is something that I have been vocally critical of because the Fox acquisition saddled Disney with about seventy-one billion dollars of debt right before a global pandemic set in, which was tough to service. He says, and quote, right before retirement. Of Mr. Bob Iger. Oh, uh, here's the thing. Well, and I'm going to get to it, but he says, quote, Fox hurt this company. Fox took away the dividend. Fox turned what was once a pristine balance sheet into a mess. These are uh, (laughs) Peltz's words. Uh, Peltz says he wants to be on the board so he can have access to other board members to tell them where they've gone wrong and what opportunities they're missing. Fox's Treon investment fund that uh, Eric alluded to called out what it viewed as poor corporate governance on Disney's part, including failed succession planning and over-the-top compensation practices. Well, these are not new. These can be tied directly, including to what I was just talking about, to Bob Iger. These aren't JPEG problems. Bob Iger is the one who had bad succession planning. Bob Iger is the one who bought Fox. Bob Iger is the one who had bad uh, over-the-top compensation for executives. So Pels is calling out, quote-unquote, Disney, but these are Iger policies. Terrence, you should pay attention. And guess who's back? Pay attention and learn, guess who's learn back? something from Jeremy with this uh, sermon he's giving us. Guess who's back to allegedly <laughs> Fix these problems yeah. is Bob Iger. Right. Trion also called out Disney's streaming strategy, saying it's struggling with profitability despite reaching similar revenues as Netflix and having a significant IP advantage. Yet it can't make any money, unlike Netflix. Um, he also criticized what it believes is Disney's lack of cost discipline and over earning at the parks in order to subsidize its streaming losses, which has been another part of the mess it describes as Disney's balance sheet, which it was not previously. So uh, I agree with Eric. This guy is saying all the things that we that I think we've been saying for some time, but also need to be heard. And I think he needs to take the Disney board to task. He owns 900 
million dollars worth of Disney, I think, which is about 9.4 million shares. God. Um, so he's not going away. That's the thing. He may not get onto the Disney board like he wants to, but he's not going away and he's very vocal and he has media attention. So Disney better watch out. But I agree because this is the thing. We've been saying this, but we just have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't have $900 million. <laughs> we could say this all day long. Helps has got the money. He got the juice. Yeah, you know what? A lot of what you said, you know, I, I agree with. We have been saying this for a long time. It's not a hot take. I don't understand why the Disney company sort of ignores what a lot of people are, you know, sort of saying. It's just a lot of these, a lot of the choices they make are sort of weird. The compensation, I feel like that's just old school you know, multi-billion dollar company, international company stuff. And I feel like it needs to change. I mean, it's needed to change for, you know, decades. But I feel like it's going to be changing soon. There's like almost a reckoning of, you know, the late COVID has sort of exposed the 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 differentiation between or the difference between uh, upper management and low-level boots-on-the-ground workers. And I think that needs to really change, especially with a company like Disney who makes so much money and pays their their people not that much. Oh yeah. For making the money, for making the for, for supplying the the grease for the wheels of the company. It it makes no sense, man. And so I hope this I hope this cat gets on the board and shakes things up. Because you're right. The Fox acquisition was weird. It didn't need to happen. It really didn't. And then Iger goes, "All right, peace. Here's the keys. Chapek, you bald beautiful man. Here you go." Oh, you're not doing well. Let me take those back. It it doesn't. It, it sort of seems like he set him up. It really does. It really feels that way. Maybe he should have released the uh, the virus a few weeks later. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Iger is basically the um, uh, um, uh, Brad Pitt's character in Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> no, not Brad. No, Brad Pitt. The uh, the scientist with the jars, whatever his name was, <laughs> who released that. <clears throat> Never mind. Biggest Disney hero. Who's next? Well done. No, I'll go. All right. All right, my biggest Disney hero is Scarlett Johansson. She Ooh. she took on the beast openly. Her lawsuit with Disney over the Marvel film Black Widow, to which she was the star and an executive producer, was contracted to be released exclusively in theaters, but without her knowledge or sign-off, the studio released it both in theaters and on Disney+, Plus, boosting Disney Plus subscribers and subsequently diluting the amount of box office cash the film made. This was a blatant breach of contract, and Johansson didn't take it sitting down, nor did she accept a quick and quiet settlement. She took the lawsuit public, stood up for what was right, and ultimately Disney and Johansson settled, but not without a lot of PR. This isn't something you see in Hollywood, and especially at Disney, and I can't help but feel like, even though her position and this lawsuit doesn't affect Disney Park employees and has nothing to do with their earnings, it did open up the possibility that Disney doesn't always do the right thing. And I do feel like her standing up for herself may maybe set a precedent for other Disney employees who feel unfairly treated to follow suit at some point. Was that in 2022? Yes. Oh. It was at the beginning. Wow. The beginning of the year. All right. A long time ago. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Genie Plus has entered the chat, everybody. <laughs> Get <laughs> they, out. They say it's a good time to go on Splash Mountain. Yeah, they yeah, say based you. on your interests, Josh, I'd say Josh DeMauro is also in the chat. I'd say <laughs> right now is a great time to make another movie. So there you go. It's Genie Plus has jumped. It's silly. All right, that's it. We're done. We're on to predictions, right? This is the last category? Yes. Okay, great. Oh, my God. Here we go. So we're going to say what our predictions were for last year. Rehash that real quick. We don't need to go into great lengths and details about it because it's already, you know, 10.04. It's already, I don't know how many hours we've been, almost two hours. 
So, uh, Bev, why don't you go first? Because I know you don't have any from last year. I don't have mine from last year. All I right. could not find That's it. That's fine. Go ahead. Um, my prediction for 2023 is that Disney will not see the improvement in numbers that they are expecting to see with the onboarding of Iger. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eric, you also don't have any from last year because you weren't on the show. Correct. All right. Let's get all this all right. out of the way. All this fluff out of the way. <laughs> Who cares about these people? Yeah, right. we don't matter. Nope. Yeah. All right. Based on my villain and hero, I'm predicting Disney War Part 2. Mm. Uh, the the original, uh, I was also, uh, almost going to call it a novel because it is very interesting, but the original accounting of the, the ousting of Iger, uh, the ousting of Eisner by Iger and forces was uh, was compelling enough. But will we see another more dangerous threat against um, against the Disney company? Is is the story of Iger coming back interesting enough? Or are we going to have to talk about Nelson Peltz in this one, too? <laughs> Let's find out. I don't yeah. know. It's only one well, way to find out, man. Exactly. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming that there's going to be a rebalancing of streaming as we go, we've we've learned enough about how to release things in theaters, how to release things on streaming. Mm-hmm. The whole industry has just got to change, and Disney really needs to stay on top of that instead of this kind of slapdash. Uh, I don't know. Put it in the put it in the movies, and um, yeah, well, probably a simple one. You, this is this this has to happen, right? A gradual release of park reservations and changes in annual passes and things like that. I don't have any real thoughts about when that'll happen, but these things will happen eventually, right? <laughs> Maybe. Sure, man. I don't yeah. know. I think Rezies are here to stay. We'd hope so. That's my thought. Well, I mean. They're already getting rid of them. Don't yeah, think so. I don't think really? so. They've announced it this week. They're getting yeah. rid of Rezies? For certain annual pass holders at Disney World do not... Okay, but annual pass totally holders at Disney World. Okay, annual Sorry. pass holders at Disney World no longer need to make a park reservation for Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, or or Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom Monday through Friday. However, asterisk, okay. asterisk, 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 right. which right. is so confusing and convoluted. Mm-hmm. You do still have to make a park reservation after two o'clock at the Magic Kingdom on weekends. <laughs> This God. is what this is That's what they came dumb. up with. I wouldn't do this it. This is that, what they no, I just wouldn't go. How about don't do it yet, guys? You're not right. ready. Right. You're not ready. Right. You don't have it. You're not ready for it. Don't but they had to because Universal announced we're building Texas. We're building uh Las Vegas and they're like, "Well, I guess we can uh figure out." Yeah, we have a new spirit jersey. So they have nothing. They absolutely <laughs> right. have nothing. This company is devoid of any creativity or anything in, in All right, Jeremy, shut up. Let's finish this. Let's I'm finish the show. Dead. All right. Are you done? No, I have I'm to done. My no. prediction. All right, go ahead. Jeremy, keep, can, hor- keep going. I horned in on Eric's predictions. Yeah, that's my... fine. That was it. So anyway, <laughs> any as I was saying. Oh, sorry. So I have two predictions. Do you want me to give them both? Wait, is Eric done one? or not? Yes, I am. I am definitely done. Tough. I have nothing okay. else. I didn't know. I didn't hear. I'm just checking because I want to protect my new fresh boy. Your new fresh boy. I have two. Boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know I if I like two. that. I'm do you want one or that. do you want two? I want everything that you have. All give me both barrels, baby. Okay, so my first one is, I believe that this year we will get an announcement about a people mover returning to Disneyland. Oh, I'm my God. staying with it. I will bet you 100 American oh, dollars geez. that that will not <laughs> Okay, happen. so next year in January, we will settle this bet. We have a one-year okay. bet 
hundred dollars. You got it. You're on. All right. Oh, boy. my second prediction is that is Jason will make two hundred dollars. <laughs> <that> Jason <laughs> will continue to suck. I feel like that's. I mean, I take that bet. Yeah, <laughs> man. One doesn't necessarily cancel out the other. <laughs> my second prediction is that, as we know, Harmonious is going away at Epcot and Epcot forever is taking the place of that show temporarily. There will be a new show. My prediction is that that new show that replaces Epcot forever later on this year will in some way be tied to illuminations Mm. minimally in name. Mm. It will probably be called illuminations colon something Ah, or just illuminations because remember when Illuminations Reflections of Earth was in work, it was called Epcot to, or it was called Earth 2000. But the Imagineers, knowing their customer, said, wait, 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 we have to at least work in the word Illuminations because this show is so popular and is su- has such a beloved fan following. We have to keep the name somehow in it in order to bring them along on this ride. Now, the today's Imagineers did nothing of the sort. They are hubristic. They don't care. They <laughs> said, we're going to call it harmonious. We don't care. But I think they've learned a very strong lesson with the feedback and the attendance of harmonious. And I think that they may actually learn this lesson and they will go back and they will say, we're going to bring something back and we're going to at least minimally. It, look, it may not have the story. I hope it has the story. May not have the soundtrack. Hope it has the soundtrack. I hope they just upgrade it and give it new zhuzh and zhuzh. But <laughs> I think that they will minimally call it illuminations. That's my prediction. See, this is what happens, folks, when, right. you, when you find guests uh, on Twitter. Shush. <laughs> 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 they never leave. I and they it. rant. And rant. I will. Do you want me? I will leave. I would no, never I want can, you to this leave. I would rather show. fire I myself. With it. I have plenty of things to I do. I would rather I can go fire off into the myself than have you leave. Get out of here. Stop it. Don't stop don't it. Cheese, because it could happen. It would never happen. I would never. I would not be a whole person. All right, Taryn prediction. That is true. Um, yeah, Taryn, go ahead. You see, he's already running the show. Yeah. <laughs> now I can leave. Jeremy, <laughs> show is yours. Well, my 2022 predictions did not come true. Um, I thought that there was going to be concept art for a third gate. I thought we were going to see a Trader Sam's uh, expansion. I think this one did no. come true. Genie Plus and Lightning Lane prices slightly decreased. No, they increased. So. No. Yeah, they increased a lot, man. But I yeah. thought then they then they decreased. No, I think they're sliding, but they tend to trend upward. Um, I said uh, similarly to um to your new boy, um, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, yeah. reservations are going to yeah. magically. Yeah. Why did you make it weird? <laughs> because yeah, with your new peculiar <laughs> relationship. That, yeah, that was it. That was the line. <laughs> um, that reservations will magically become easier to get. With less restrictions overall. This was all 2022. Um, and park prices are not going to increase. That obviously did not happen. So my predictions this year are a little easier. Um, one, I think that Disney is going to win the Reedy Creek District battle over DeSantis. I don't know how, but because they're Disney, I think they're going to win. Um, <laughs> I think Lightning Lane and Genie Plus are going to be restructured um, to be under a single roof. Either paying for fast passes separately or... All, it's all going to be built into one, but at a higher cost. And then finally, I think Jason, Alice, and I are going to go to Disneyland. 
outside <laughs> your mind. He is not going anywhere near. There's no way. Sorry, bro. I don't know. I think so. Okay, whatever. Jeremy, did you talk about what you how you were wrong last year? What your predictions were for last no, year? No, my prediction was, oh, thank you very much. My prediction was that the Hoop-de-Doo musical review would return to Disney's Fort Wilderness Lodge, and it did. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Nope, sorry. Good job. Uh, I'm the last one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my predictions for last year that in 2022, the Muppets would have a home in Disneyland once more. And I was sort of right. Uh, you know, I'm calling this as accurate. There was that Muppet bus thing for the 4th of July or whatever that happened. So there was that thing. And then over in WDW, they have the Muppets Great Moments in American History show. So Muppets are coming back. Slowly, slowly, but surely. Slowly, but surely. Mm-hmm. You got to test the waters, I okay. guess. Um, my next one was that Star Wars launch bay goes away in favor of something, anything else. And, you know, I've thrown out like uh, have it be uh, a museum of, you know, old animatronics and the history of the animatronics or anything, some walkthrough museum. Um, but uh, the notes I had for that were just uh, it just says wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the last prediction I had for 2022 was that ticket prices won't go up this year. <laughs> And then uh, a comment for that, I put uh, the words Joker voice, and then I just wrote ha, ha, ha a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. So that tells you how that turned out. But my predictions for 2023 will be as follows. Or my predictions are, we're going to see more Star Wars and more Marvel stuff in ways we never thought possible. Ooh. Iger loves his IP and will be looking for any way to Iger up the parks and retail arms of the company. I think we'll hear more of these movies and shows being announced as being in development this year, which, okay, yeah, it doesn't take a great leap of logic to dream up, but I don't know what you want from me. And then the second one, the prices for Lightning Lane tickets will plateau, no longer hitting 25 bucks at times per ticket. Iger seems to be realizing that his little project is pissing people off, so I think he will take this new sense of guest goodwill and play the hero once again. What do you think about that? It's going to be a weird year. To me, to what you were just like wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say to me? I think Jeremy fell asleep. You were you were pretty much wrong. Those were his predictions for this year. Yeah. Right. He was wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, and the year hasn't happened yet. Oh, those are your predictions for this coming year. You're still yeah. predicting that Bob Chapek is doing stuff. Bob Iger. You just said you just said Bob Chapek would uh blah blah blah. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you said Bob Iger or Bob Chapek. Sorry. See, they're both Bob. Okay. It's very confusing. It is. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah. I mean, it's also four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, true. Um, I was going to do a little bit of Disney news, but I sort of don't want to get through it. Um, I guess the, the big announcement is that Tiana's Palace is coming to Disneyland Park later this year. They're going to elbow their way into uh, the French market at uh, Disneyland, which is very sad. I feel like this is just awful news. I'm disappointed with Disney in the way that they're doing this. And um, look at the comments. Will there be anywhere to get Mickey beignets while this construction is underway? That's what you want. That's the question that's, you're asking. That was, First of that's all, Bev's question. My, no, my daughters are heartbroken to not have their favorite treat on the trip this year. Your heart, daughters are heartbroken over beignets. Go to Ralph Brennan's. Is it closed? I don't know. 
It's not even called Ralph right Brennan. Now, I mean, the walls are up. Mm. My friend, my family and I are beyond excited for this transformation. First of all, bot. There's no way someone uses the word transformation in normal conversation. Right. Signed. Signed. Zach Ridley. <laughs> Thank you, Disney, for continuing to imagine and develop new experiences. No one will. People, this. No, one's, no one's. No. That's the. I'm telling you, they have this cabal of people who work there who go and post. Oh, yeah, I agree. Is, this is not real. No, sure. absolutely not. And they don't leave negative comments up, which no. they shouldn't. But uh, yeah, I know because so, I've written several of them and they, they don't get posted. Yeah, they take them down, but then they leave the fake comments from their employees who are like, oh, what a great new experience. We love it. What a great new act. What do they call it? An activation? How they call it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I can't wait for this activation. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's it. There's some other stuff, but, uh, you know, it's late and we're going to get out of here. So thank you everybody for tuning into the year in review 2022. We went over the review, went over the year and, uh, you know, it was a good time, everybody. Whoops. Hold on. What's going on here? Whoa, that was like a remix. Yeah, I meant to do, I meant to do this. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We like doing this show. It's a little bit of fun. Uh, you know, as Jeremy would say, we zhuzh it up. He zhuzhed the show up with uh, prattling on and on about stuff we have no idea what we're even saying, but we just come up with stuff. True. That's us. Yeah, I had fun. All right, let's get out of here. What do you think? All right. We're going to leave. And you're going to leave, too, because we're done with the show. Uh, But if you want to support the show, we have patreon.com slash ears up. So not only, I'm actually going to turn off the the music for a second, because I do want to mention, we not only now have the secret show, but we have a special show for Patreon members only from PunyPod. Oh, cool. They're doing a Patreon only show and a Patreon only show from the Supreme Resort. Right, Eric? (gasps) Us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That show. After hours, um, we call yeah, it. Yeah, which was normally on uh, SoundCloud, I think, but you're taking it off SoundCloud. We're and taking it, it away from the people. patron. That's right. And putting it behind the paywall. So you get for $5 a month. And actually, I think I put the uh, Supreme Resort show on at like two bucks a month. Give the two, I, but I, I forget. So let's just pretend I didn't say that. It's only for half five an hour. bucks a month. It's, it's you get secret show. You get uh, after hours. You get the puny pod extra. So you get three extra shows. Plus, you're supporting all the other shows that we have, which are this show, In Depth, Puny Pod, Supreme Resort, uh, Scraping the Vault, and Bantam Milk. That's six shows. So nine shows. Five bucks a month, nine shows. We don't want you to go anywhere else. We're the only podcast that exists. <laughs> yeah, basically. And we're great. And we're handsome, too. Right, Jeremy? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're done. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. And uh, until next time, we'll see you in the parks. Correct. <laughs> <laughs>